0: Good afternoon and welcome to our Carol service. You know, to say what needs to be said and to do what needs to be done is very important. Just of late, the Prime Minister has stood at the podium and what he's done is he's addressed the nation about the dangers that we face. He told us what needs to be done as he reminded us of the personal commitment that we have to take steps to deal with the danger that we face and of the responsibility that we have to avail ourselves of the cure that is being offered to avert the end result which could be death. Now, he's been heavily criticised for not being clear, for not giving all the facts, and for constantly moving the goalposts. Now, this afternoon, I'm not here to express any political view. But what I am here for is to tell you about Christmas, the truth of Christmas. Why is it important and why is it so important that we need to hear what needs to be said and then to do what needs to be done with regards to Christmas? Well, I think you've gathered by now that I don't mean have you put the tree up or have you bought and wrapped the presents and done the big shop at the Asda or home and bargain. My question is not, have we changed the way we celebrate Christmas? My question is, has the Christmas story changed? A question. At that first Christmas, was a child born in a manger? Were there shepherds who saw an angel? Did wise men bring gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh? as far back as genesis and on through the old testament and then into the new testament we are told about his birth we are told about which family he would be born into we're told what he would be that he would be born in bethlehem and that he would be the child of a virgin this is jesus who we are talking about And we're also told that at the time of his birth, infants would be killed and that the baby and his family would be forced to flee to Egypt. And we're told that he would be a king. Now all this information about what would happen at that first Christmas time is given to us by God through the words of the prophets. And then in the New Testament, And this is many hundreds of years later we have eyewitness accounts from those who were there when these things happened and they happened as god said they would happen and those who were there when these things happened they told us that they had happened they tell us that caesar augustus did issue a decree that a census should be taken Shepherds did come to Bethlehem to see that baby. Wise men from afar did follow the star, bringing gifts fit for a king. And Herod did order children to be killed. And the baby and his family did have to flee to Egypt. No changes. No gold posts moved. The real events of Christmas Have not changed. It is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And neither has the meaning of Christmas changed. So, what about the question why did it happen and why did it happen the way that He did? Well, just like the events have not changed, the reason for the season has not changed. It's exactly the same for us as it was for the shepherds, the wise men from the East, and the disciples who walked and talked with Jesus. You see, Christmas is part of the cure of a deadly disease that has afflicted humanity from the time that Adam disobeyed God. And God is still saying what needs to be said. And we're entitled to the truth. Now, you know, sometimes the truth can hurt, but sometimes it's good that the truth does hurt. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said in the letter he wrote to the church at Rome. In uh, This is Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. You know, that is a truth that might hurt. And in this case, it should. Death is a reality that we all face. Now, I don't think that there is anyone here who has never tried to be a better person than they are. And like all of us, we have all failed many, many times. And here's a thought. If we can't accept ourselves as being good enough, for ourselves or good enough for others, how can we expect to be good enough for God? And the truth is that we can't. And this is where the importance of Christmas comes in. You see, we need this baby in the manger, the baby who was born away in a manger with no crib for a bed as we sing in the carol. And we need a cure, and this is the cure. He is the cure. In the words of the Apostle Paul, in Romans 6 verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. You just mentioned that. But listen to what comes next. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, I love that word, but. But the gift of God, this is the gift of Christmas. He, Jesus, is the gift of Christmas. In the words of the prophets before his birth, Isaiah said this, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now listen to the words of Matthew that he wrote after the birth of Jesus. Matthew chapter 1 verse 2 She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So after saying what needs to be said, what is it that needs to be done? Well, now that the gift of Christmas, the real gift of Christmas, is unwrapped for us, I pray that we will accept it. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you for the real meaning of Christmas. Thank you for the real person of Christmas. The one who is Jesus. The one who was born in order that he might die for our sakes, in our place, to pay that price that was demanded for our sins and that. Father, we pray that we'll accept that gift and that we might then know the true joy of Christmas as we ask these things in your precious name. Amen.